Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the MSP Show, your internet radio destination for the business information your managed IT services company needs to streamline operations, generate new revenue streams, and get more customers. And now your host, Stuart Crawford. Well, hello everyone, this is Stuart Crawford coming to you from snowy and cold Burlington, Ontario, Canada today. And just got me thinking yesterday, a couple of days ago, I was sitting in 90 degree weather and say it's 30 some odd degrees out and beginning to question why I live in the north in the middle of the winter. Anyway, uh, we're going to get on track today. We have a great show lined up, kind of a special show. We got Keith Jeton from Procyon Solutions in Little Rock who's having their own <clears throat> weather issues today. You know, some snow and cold and ice down there in Little Rock. Keith's joining us. <clears throat> Excuse me. Keith's going to join us to talk about the nonprofit sector and what they're doing with the nonprofit agencies in Little Rock and across Arkansas to deliver IT servers and but also deliver some cloud services and some of the things that they're seeing in the Little um, Little Rock and the Arkansas nonprofit sector. Good afternoon, Keith. How are uh, how are things down there? And I understand the weather is just a little iffy uh, for you guys today. I'm doing good, Stuart. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the weather is has been uh, uh, kind of a ham- hamper to things since Thursday. Uh, we got about an inch of ice that uh, kind of put everybody, it stops everybody in their tracks for sure. So uh, everybody's been working remote or working from home or, uh, or barely trying to make it into the office over the past couple of days and to get some work done. And, no, you know, that's out. perfect time to put those. Make sure they got those business continuity plans in place, and that we work so hard to get. You know, and you know, on the side note here, you know, one of the things we talk, we all forget about business continuity is remote access, and I'm sure you guys got that covered out with uh, with your client, making sure they can work from home or remotely anyway, if they had to. Absolutely, we had all that set up last week before we knew this ice storm was coming, and we just didn't know how bad it was going to hit, and so we had everybody set up and and prepared and. Uh, made sure our, our business continuity plans were in place and, and everybody was ready. We fortunately didn't have anybody lose power, so uh, everybody was able to work, you know, efficiently and, and safely from, from their home. So. so so Keith, tell us a little bit about your IT services business in Little Rock. Um, you know, how long have you been doing this for? You know, what do you guys focus on and, you know, all the good stuff you guys do uh, to help the, the folks down in Arkansas? Sure. Uh, well, I've I've been in the IT market here in Little Rock uh, for 24 years. Uh, I've owned this business now for going on 13 years, uh, Procyon Solutions, uh, and we handle. We're in our third and fourth generation of the IT services, where we started out in the, the break fix model and and have worked our way up to uh, the MSP model. Uh, all of our customers are currently enjoying that. MSP flat fee IT services that we offer under our Watchdog brand, um, and you know, handling those type of services for our customers and meet small and medium-sized customers in the, the Little Rock area has really uh, helped us become one of the top leaders in the uh, in the state covering the small businesses around here. So, so you've obviously seen your share of different ways of delivering IT services, Keith, and obviously you're, you, you're drinking the managed services Kool-Aid, so good for you guys. It's, it's obviously uh, you got that part of your business figured out. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's been a challenge, but it's been a, a fun challenge to, to take this business to that level and, and to 
and the customers really appreciate the, the level of service that we're providing, the, the customer service that we provide uh, is just top-notch uh, over the break-fix model that, that have we've seen in the past. And, you know, we're able to provide monitoring and remote support, you know, to our businesses and, and have an eyes-on approach, hands-on approach, if you want to call it that, uh, before issues happen. And uh, everything mm -hmm. has, has turned out well for us that way. So, I mean, I know you do a lot of work for a lot of different types of businesses in Little Rock and across the state. But what are some of the challenges? You know, you, you, you carved out a nice little niche for you in the, uh, in the nonprofit sector. And why did you decide to go with the nonprofit sector as one of your kind of areas, especially knowing that Keith, you do a lot of work for other types of businesses, but you really kind of honed in on that nonprofit sector? What was the reasoning behind that? Well, there's, there's a lot of nonprofit organizations around, uh, not just in Little Rock, but around the country that are facing the same type of technology issues. Uh, and they're all trying to tackle these issues with portability, accessibility, and, and affordability, trying to, to, you know, deal with budgets and things of that nature. And we feel like we offer a solution for the nonprofit organizations uh, from the MSP side as well as the Office 365 side, which we haven't talked much about. But uh, the, the cloud-based services are really kicking off here in, in uh, Arkansas, and the Office 365 platform for the nonprofit has really uh, taken off as well. Uh, Microsoft is offering that at uh, some really deep discounts. And so, um, you know, from that side of it, the core needs are, you know, we are secure, reliable technology infrastructure that basically are allowing these nonprofits to work on their day-to-day. -day. And I think with our niche in the, in the market has really taken over. And a lot of people don't want to mess with the nonprofit organizations because they think nonprofits don't have any money. Um, but uh, there's they're just like any other business and they have a budget and IT to deal with and things of that nature that that uh, it's been a real good good niche for us to pick up. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up, Keith, because it's so true that the nonprofit sector doesn't mean no money. There is money to be made servicing the nonprofit sector. You just got to understand that they want, their goal is every dollar that they have, they want to put towards supporting their program or serving those that they serve and not spending it on administrative burdens or administrative uh, overheads. And I think that's where, Absolutely. you know, we talked about Office 365 as being a great solution. And we're, you know, but let's come back to that. Let's, let's, we'll, we'll focus on the Office 365 part in the second half. Let's talk about how you position managed services to nonprofit because, you know, knowing that they, you know, they like a budget, they like that affordability, why is a nonprofit? Why is why is managed services such an attractive way of doing business with a nonprofit? I think it goes back to the budget and being able to, with our offering, offering a flat fee IT prov provider. So for a flat fee, we can go into a, a nonprofit uh, and say, okay, for your setup and your system, we can cover your setup uh, for this much per month. And it's not going to be more. It's not going to be less. Uh, and here's the things that it's, that everything covers, and they love it from that side of it because then everything's covered from their standpoint. They have a flat monthly fee that they now know what their their monthly fee is going to be, 
and uh, it, it allows them to then focus on their true calling of, of whatever their, their foundation is, is there for uh, to support. So, when you're you know you're talking about all that good stuff, which is very important about the nonprofits and the managing the services, but does the nonprofit industry do they have unique technology challenges compared to say corporate America? I mean, obviously, you know, the end of the at the end of the day, they're they're not returning any value to shareholders or anything like that you would see in corporate America. But do they have any unique challenges with technology that you're able to address? Um. I would say, I mean, we're tackling their issues with, uh, again, I go back to portability uh, and accessibility. They, they, they're very similar in the small business sector of wanting the, the types of servers and workstations that the small business uh, are purchasing for themselves. Uh, and so they're trying to keep up from that standpoint and keep up with technology. And I think you know our niche into the the small business industry as well as the nonprofit industry has really uh, positioned us well to pro to serve them. So you know one one could argue and keep that you know for a small man service that we operate very similar to nonprofits is that we try to put most of our money that we make back into supporting our business while making sure that we you know that we you know we take a good salary and all that good stuff. But I think right. it's very much, like you said, it's very much that small business mindset that uh, a lot of the nonprofits still, you know, very close versus, say, corporate America where they have shareholders and public stock exchanges and things they have to report to. And then, like I said, right. they're, they're pretty much perfectly aligned. So can you, right. can you share um, can you share a story like how you work with, like, a particular nonprofit in Little Rock or, you know, how you help them, you know, overcome some of their technology challenges? Well, we've we've gone into a couple here locally that we've gone in and and really right off the bat we've seen them hurting. Um, we have uh, I, I can't mention the name of the organization, but uh, a local organization here that we uh, serviced for years now. Um, but going in and seeing the pain that that they were in with the old technology, outdated technology, old servers, old hardware. Um, um, old operating systems, old just everything across the board really hadn't had a technology refresh in in several years, uh, probably been five years or more, and so they were really hurting and from that side of it. And so, um, and actually, the, the server had a, a virus on it since August, and nobody had been able to clean. And so, um, th that was one of the the issues that we took going in was knowing that we had this virus to, to deal with initially and we took care of that and uh, replaced you know everything from servers desktops and things of that nature put them on office 365 and uh, put them in a flat monthly fee and they were you know extremely happy from that standpoint you know um, and what we're seeing you know from this a lot of the people that are running these organizations are small business owners and uh, past previous owners that uh, are out in the community and now they're serving on these boards of these technology uh, are on these boards of these nonprofit organizations and things of that nature so we're seeing a lot of uh, small business influence into the uh, nonprofit organizations 
from that. That's standpoint. great, Keith. So this is uh, Stuart Crawford in conversation with Keith Jutong from Procyon Solutions in Little Rock, who are focusing on providing IT services to the to the Little Rock and Arkansas nonprofit community. Keith, when we come back from the break here, we're going to talk about some of the new stuff you're doing, especially around Office 365 that you've mentioned a couple of times now. And let's, we'll talk about the cloud and why nonprofits are uh, getting on the cloud bandwagon. And we'll kind of, kind of uh, focus in a little bit more on that kind of service. So we'll be back in about a minute or so with uh, more conversation with Keith from Procyon Solutions, uh, just as we hear from a few of our sponsors. As an MSP, you understand how important it is to offer dependable PBX service to your clients. Easy Office Phone's MSP program will expand your portfolio, generate recurring revenue, and build long-lasting client relationships. Become a full voice and data provider with a minimum impact to your business and let us take care of sales training, deployment, and support. Offer your customers the same kind of telephone service that big companies enjoy. Visit easyofficephone.com today to learn more. Does your MSP website struggle to stand out from the crowd and get your company's unique message across to potential customers? Businesses have many options when choosing their IT services provider, and if you want them to choose you, it's important you make a good first impression, and that first impression will most likely come from your website, so it's essential that it stands out. Ulistic's MSP website service can provide you with exactly the website you need. For $2.97 a month, your managed IT services business will get a professionally designed, fully search-optimized MSP marketing website, custom content laser-focused on your core offerings and target markets, branded videos focused on your solutions, content delivered each day centered on what matters most to your customers, daily reports detailing who is visiting your site and what they are viewing, a monthly MSP newsletter, call analytics, and so much more. Don't delay any further. Potential customers are searching for an MSP right now, and Ulistic's MSP website service can help them find you. For more information, visit bestmspwebsites.com. Yeah, that was a few words from our sponsor, the Stuart Crawford, here on the MSP Show, a special edition MSP Show today. We're talking with Keith Jaton from Procyon Solutions in Little Rock, Arkansas, on nonprofit, nonprofit IT, managed services in the nonprofit sector. Before the break, keep your going through um, some of the challenges you see or some of your and how you helped a, a few of the nonprofits in, in the Little Rock area. And then you started to talk, you know, we started to talk about Office 365 on the cloud. Let's kind of talk about the cloud in general first. Why do you think the cloud is so attractive to the nonprofit sector in, uh, in America, across the world? Well, I think um, from the cloud standpoint, it, it provides everybody a centralized location to store their data. It provides them less, I mean, just like any organization, not necessarily nonprofit. I mean, it helps them reduce uh, servers uh, on-site. Uh, so it's less cost up front, less cost in the long run throughout a three-year or five-year period, however you want to look at uh, technology. And, um, you know, from that standpoint, it, it provides, you know, the best plans out there, the best availability out there from uh, that, that really brings the enterprise class of software down to the medium and mid-sized small businesses that, that are out there that they can't really afford multiple servers uh, to do a lot of the things that the cloud can do. And so this, uh, you know, allows them to do more things. It allows them to be uh, 
potentially do more things with their software, do more things with their organization and things of that nature, and hopefully make them more profitable in the long run. And you know, kind of circle back what you said earlier, Keith, that these nonprofit organizations, they're much unlike uh, the small businesses that much of us go after. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but the majority of the size of the nonprofits that you run across are going to be somewhere in that 10 to say a 50 employee space, uh, really where the nonprofit or the, the small business space is? Absolutely. It's, it's very similar in, in size and, and, uh, um, size and, and setup of, of your typical small business network. So these nonprofits that you're taking care of, they're going to have a lot of the same concerns that a small business would have. And obviously collaboration, communication, uh, security is another thing. We haven't even talked about security and the importance of securing data. Um, they may even have HIPAA requirements. Uh, and are you seeing that, that, that type of stuff uh, filtering into the nonprofit sector? Absolutely. Depending on the nonprofit you're, you're dealing with, uh, you do have all those issues to deal with and work through. Uh, and so we're, we're seeing those and addressing those as we, as we come across those. So okay, so let, so let, so now we have a, a, a sector here that that you've addressed, Keith. That and you you know just repeat what you said that a lot of MSPs don't go into because they think no uh, nonprofit means no money. So right, and obviously there's a nice little niche to carve out there. Um, just you know just to kind of summarize all this piece up here, and then before we move into the next sector with the you know talk about Office 365, you know. What would you say to an MSP today that, you know, maybe after the show they're in Los Angeles or Seattle or wherever they are in the, across the country and they say, you know, Keith, what, what advice can you give, give me getting into the nonprofit sector? What, what would you say? What would, be, what would your big recommendation be to them? Well, I think the, the biggest recommendation is, is don't count them out um, because – you know, here in, in Little Rock, we have a lot of organizations. We have one of the largest organizations that uh, uh, that heifer organization that that handles nonprofit or that is a nonprofit. So, you know, just if you look around your your wherever you're currently located at and look at your nonprofits, there's there's a lot of business there, and you potentially have the your your foot possibly already in the door by having people that you already know and work with on a day-to-day -day basis from your your business contacts that are possibly on boards of these nonprofit organizations and get, can get you in the door to these nonprofit organizations. So there's there's multiple ways to get in the door to them, but uh, you know from that standpoint, that's what I would recommend from from trying to go after nonprofit organizations that uh, need MSPs. Mm -hmm. And I know, Keith, in your in your business, you get a very big a big effort to do a lot of business to business networking and getting to know your clients. And you're 100 percent right. Even myself, when I was uh, running my MSB, I sat on a board of a after school care program and a few others. So that your mm -hmm. your small business clients may exactly that be you know doing their philanthropy type work and wanting to get back to the community and, and volunteering to serve on these boards. So why not? Uh, even get to know your client base a bit more and work work that uh, that personal network. Absolutely, you'd be surprised by by what you find out from your customer base if you if you actually sit down and talk with them and get to know them outside of their business. 
Mm-hmm. So let's talk about Office 365 because we kind of skirted around that a little bit and I wanted to come back to that. Why Office 365? What are, you, what are you saying to the nonprofits when they're saying, you know, Keith, we're looking at, we want to do something with email or we want to be able to share files with each other. How do you bring up the whole Office 365? Because, you know, there's still a lot of MSPs out there that are a little hesitant about, you know, offering Microsoft's uh, Office 365 because they still, they're still seeing that missing revenue from selling licenses. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, you see missing revenue from 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 licensing as well as uh, missing revenue from from an MSP standpoint. You're potentially removing a server from the organization. Uh, so when you're when you're charging per server, like most MSPs do, then that changes your your pricing model. Uh, so MSPs don't like that from that standpoint, but. We see the cloud and Office 365 in particular as, as the future, as the way to, that this is going. We don't really have a choice whether we want to or not. I mean, the cloud is going to be there in the next five years, and uh, it's really overtaken you know, from this standpoint where we are today. And so I think to provide customers with enterprise class email and the other capabilities that go along with Office 365, not just email, but uh, link, uh, web conferencing, and IM. You get public websites, file sharing, spam and malware protection. Just the list goes on and on. And, and from a nonprofit standpoint, the E1 plan comes in at free. Basically, all they want is a donation from the nonprofit organization. Uh, and the most expensive plan is four dollars and fifty cents per month per user on the uh, Office 365 plan, and that gives them uh, unlimited amount of of advanced email. It even allows them to do hosted vo- voicemail uh, and things of that nature with the E3 plan. So um, we're really seeing this take off just from you know Office 365 around the board. Uh, has taken off to be able to give customers the enterprise class, but for nonprofits in in particular, how can you not do this when it's when it's practically free for you? So, can you you know you talk about missing revenue from per device pricing and the licensing revenue, but obviously as an MSP, you're in you're in the business to make some money and have a lifestyle and you know take Absolutely. your lovely wife on trips and uh, you take care of your kids and all that good stuff. So where are you where are you guys making up that revenue difference? Is it more is it more clients or is it a different type of service now? Well, I think first off, you get you know Microsoft doesn't forget the partner altogether. There is a partner of record fee that you still get as being a partner. So any fees that come in are collected from Microsoft, or then you get a percent of that. Uh, so there is a percentage there, but I think. What we're seeing is is by being honest with the organizations and small businesses that we're seeing by saying, look, we're able to take a server out, and it just provides better customer service to them, and they're basically bringing on more customers and more desktops and more servers at that that customer service that uh, that's where we're able to make our money. It's not off the cloud. It's off the implementation of the cloud services and the supporting of the cloud services and things of that nature uh, that we as an MSP are having to face now that, that we're dealing with clouds, cloud services. 
And I think one constant key that's going to remain forever is we still have users that still need service and still have questions and still need uh, consultation and still need help when dealing with normal tasks. And it doesn't matter where the mailbox resides. It's just that the users still need uh, need that help. And I think if you focus more on the user, you're exactly right. You're going to get more referral type business and you're going to get uh, brought in on more situations where they need that quote unquote trusted advisor now you're providing a higher level of service and probably charge just a little bit more than if you were just doing, you know, standard monitoring, break-fix type work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the, from that standpoint, we're able to 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 offer these services and, you know, it's it's just really taken off. From, you know, the Office 365 has really taken off. If, if an MSP or an organization or small business hasn't looked at it, they need to look at it and, and see the, the – the plan, which plan might fit for them, and 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 all the offering. It's not just email anymore. It's way beyond email. It's gotten way beyond email, and so uh, we have organizations that are really using SharePoint. And SharePoint is basically an online collaboration uh, document repository. Uh, and we have organizations that are really liking and using that that, and that comes free with this Office 365. Um, but you still need to help them figure it all out, though, Keith. That's the point, right? There's still some uh, consultation-type of work that has to happen. Right. They have to have help getting that. You know, they, they can't get it done themselves, and so there's implementation work. There's project work. There's continuing support and things of that nature, you know. And, and some people have, have – some MFCs have said that supporting the cloud is harder. It's more difficult, and actually, we're finding it easier. Uh, the tools are there. The, we know it works. We know what products it works with, uh, and so we, we have less issues going down the road with this type of service than we do hosting our own service. Mm -hmm. So, Keith, we got like just a few minutes left here, and I want to kind of bring it on to kind of wrap this thing up and put a nice little bow on it. Uh, and, I, you know, one of the things I truly admire about your business and what you have done in Little Rock is that you've taken that typical techie mindset that MFP has and you're really starting to apply the business acumen behind it and helping these people you uh, tackle business problems instead of tackling uh, technical problems. And sometimes they go hand in hand, but really there's a business issue that you're working on. So, see, I'm a nonprofit and I happen to stumble upon this webcast today and I like what I hear or I'm an MSP who's struggling to, you know, get their foot in the door with a nonprofit or trying to get, uh, get started. And I'm 100% I'm confident you're open to entertaining both of those type of discussions. Keith, how does, a, how does somebody go to find you guys and learn more about what you guys are doing, either from the nonprofit side or maybe an MSP who just wants to appear to uh, bounce some ideas off of? Sure. Um, well, you can always find us on our web at ProcyonSolutions.com. Uh, that's P-R-O-C-Y-O-N, Solutions.com. Uh, you can always give us a call or email. Uh, we'll be glad to help, like you said, from any perspective, from an MSP or a nonprofit organization that uh, runs across this. So we would be happy to help. Great. So that's ProcyonSolutions.com in Little Rock, Arkansas. If you go to Google and type it on you, I'm sure you'll find it. Keith, I want to thank you for Absolutely. your time today. It's been great to chat with you. Uh, please give uh, give our best to your lovely wife, Lynn, and, uh, and make sure uh, you guys stay safe down there with all that ice down at Little Rock. We'll do it. Thank you, Stuart.
I, I know you're not all accustomed to driving in it like we are up here. So take care, and you're, uh, we'll talk to you all, talk to you all soon. And uh, folks, that was uh, Keith Jatan from Little, uh, Little Rock Procyon Solutions who joined us today on the MSP show. Uh, we have a special uh, special show today, and we have another special show lined up on Wednesday. We're going to have uh, Greg from Eternity talk about business continuity planning and disaster recovery, and there may be some other tidbits of information coming out there to help uh, you as an MSP. But for now, that's it, folks. Uh, thanks to Keith. Uh, talk about nonprofit sector, Office 365, IT services to nonprofits, all that good stuff. And uh, my name is Stuart Crawford, and this is the MSP Show, special broadcast of the MSP Show today. If you need any marketing help or sales help for your MSP, feel free to look up look us up at Ulistic.com. We're more than happy to have a chat with you and learn more about your business. See if there's anything that we can do to help you all out, too, down, uh, with your business. Anyway, folks, we'll talk to you again on Wednesday with our next special broadcast of the MSP Show. For now, it's Stuart Crawford, and we're uh, signing off here. This has been another episode of the MSP Show with host Stuart Crawford. Thank you for tuning in, and be sure to catch our next episode for more of the relevant business information your managed IT services company needs. For more information on how Ulistic can help your business achieve stratospheric growth, visit www.ulistic.com.